0: Your country can do for you. There's a back. I gotta be in the The oh you little mouse, so won't you go away? One ringy dingy.
1: Hand off to Griffin. Tracks the middle. Gets the five. Put down. Ohio State.
0: Oklahoma, no, 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 where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. I'm interested to know, Gracie, who's your choice? Need you ask, George? Time now for Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. Here, with all his skips, scratches, and pops, is my dad, Frank Vaccarello.
1: Thanks, sweetie. And thank you for tuning into episode 43 of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. So, have I ever mentioned to you how much my parents loved Hollywood music? Think I have. Now, this is only the second time we've heard music from the silver screen on this podcast, and believe me, there will be plenty more. And this is the first of eight records by this composer, arranger, and orchestra director. So get ready to hear Academy Award winning music from Academy Award worthy movies in Volume 43 Mancini and the Oscar Winners. I'm In the Fountain. The melody was written by Jewel Stein with lyrics by Sammy Kahn. It was written for the romance film Three Coins in the Fountain and refers to the act of throwing a coin into the Trevi Fountain in Rome while making a wish. Each of the film's three stars, Clifton Webb, Dorothy McGuire, and Gene Peters performs this act, an act my parents got to perform in the early 2000s on their one and only trip to Italy. Three Coins in the Fountain was not only one of the biggest box office hits of 1954, it also set a trend in international travel, a story of three American girls who found romance in Rome. The picture featured magnificent settings and sent tourists scurrying to Italy by the thousands. And the title song sailed off, too, with the Oscar for 1954. Now, by the way, for this episode, I'm going to be using notes written on the album cover along with some of my other research. Please remember the album cover was written in 1965, and that will explain the reason some of the ways words are used on it. All right, why this album? Well, a couple of my all time favorite songs come from the pen of Henry Mancini. That's the theme from The Pink Panther and Baby Elephant Walk. And like I said in the open, this is just one of eight Mancini records my dad had in his collection. He was heard around the house all the time, so I thought, let's start out with some award winners. Okay? Okay. Let's see what this little old ant is up to now.
0: Next on your phone with your chin on the There's a lot to be learned So look around Just what makes that little old ant Think he'll move that rubber tree plant Anyone knows that ant can't move a rubber tree plant Cause he's got high hopes Getting low instead of letting go Just remember that Instead of letting go Just remember that ant Oops, there goes another rubber tree Oops, there goes another rubber tree Oops, there goes another rubber tree tree plant Once there was a silly old ram Thought he'd punch a hole in a dam No one could make that ram and cause he had high hopes, he had high hopes, he had high apple pie in the sky. Oh, so anytime you're feeling that's head of feeling set, just remember that ram. Oops, there goes a billion kilowatts. Oops, there goes a billion.
1: got High Hopes. Well, Frank Sinatra and Edward G. Robinson were the headliners in the movie A Hole in the Head, a comedy concoction of 1959. For the occasion, the songwriting team of Sammy Kahn and Jimmy Van Heusen came up with High Hopes, sung by Sinatra and child actor Eddie Hodges. Kahn's and Van Heusen's High Hopes were realized a few months later when their tune waltzed off with the Oscar. All right let's introduce you to the album that I have chosen for this episode, Henry Mancini, 12 Great Oscar Winners, Volume 2. It's on the RCA Victor label, number PRM175. It's a vinyl LP mono format, was released in 1965, and its genre is stage and screen. I'm going to read a few liner notes here. As for Oscar, he's 36 years old stands 10 inches tall, and weighs in at a neat 7 pounds. His full title, Academy of Motion Pictures Arts and Sciences Award. Melded down, Oscar's golden form would fetch a bare $100, but on a Hollywood mantelpiece, he has a value beyond price. For in an industry much given to medals and plaques and other honoraria, Oscar still stands alone as the ultimate symbol of achievement. The 12 songs in this album are Oscar All the Way, And, as is fitting, they've been arranged and conducted by a man who's a multi-academy award winner himself, Henry Mancini. All right, let's uh, take a look and see what Discogs has valued this album at. Interesting, high, median, and low, all at a dollar. Now, I did find one on eBay for $9.01. It's a way to go on an auction site and a couple on Amazon for 4 bucks. Now, I'm going to call my dad's album uh, the record in fair condition. There's some hiss, especially between the tracks. I'll call the album cover in fair condition as well. The front and back look really good, but the edges are definitely stressed, stressed, although not quite to the point of full slits. I'll value my dad's album at $0.50. All right, next up is a song I told you I would play, every chance I got on this show.
0: When all the world is a hopeless jumble And the raindrops tumble
1: My daughter would never forgive me if I did not include this one. That, of course, Over the Rainbow. Now, Over the Rainbow almost lost out on the Oscar because it was almost cut out of the movie, and that was by studio decision. But somebody up there liked it and rescued Rainbow from the cutting room floor. The song went on to win honors for Harold Arlen and Yip Harburg and hearts for a teenaged Judy Garland. The year was 1939, the movie, MGM's wonderful... Wizard of Oz. Now let's learn a little bit more about the name on this album, Henry Mancini. Henry Mancini was one of the most versatile talents in contemporary music. The Mancini name is synonymous with great motion picture and television music, fine recordings, and international concert performances. During his lifetime, Mancini was nominated for 72 Grammy Awards, winning 20 He was nominated for 18 Academy Awards, winning four, honored with a Golden Globe Award, and nominated for two Emmy Awards. Mancini created many memorable film scores, including Breakfast at Tiffany's, The Pink Panther, Days of Wine and Roses, Hatari, Charade, Victoria Victoria, Ten, Darling Lily, Arabesque, and The Glass Menagerie. He also wrote for a number of television films, including The Thorn Birds and The Shadow Box, as well as television themes including Peter Gunn, Mr. Lucky, NBC election night theme, New Heart, Remington Steel, and Hotel. Mancini recorded over 90 albums with styles varying from big band to jazz to classical to pop, eight of which were certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of America. Born in Cleveland, Ohio, on April 16, 1924, Mancini was introduced to music and the flute at the age of eight by his father, Quinto, an avid flutist. The family moved to Alquipa, Pennsylvania, where at age 12 he took up piano and within a few years became interested in arranging. After graduating from high school in 1942, Mancini enrolled in New York's Juilliard School of Music, but his his studies were interrupted the next year when he was drafted leading to overseas service in the Air Force and later in the infantry. In 1946, Mancini joined the Glenn miller tex Beneke Orchestra as a pianist-arranger. It was there that he met the future Mrs. Henry Mancini, Ginny O'Connor, who was one of the original members of Mel Torme's Meltones. Ginny and Henry were married in Hollywood the following year. In 1952, Mancini joined the Universal International Studios Music Department. During the next six years, he contributed to over 100 films, most notably The Glenn Miller Story, for which he received his first Academy Award nomination, The Benny Goodman Story, and Orson Welles' Touch of Evil. Mancini left Universal International in 1958 to work as an independent composer-arranger. Soon after, he scored the television series Peter Gunn for writer-producer Blake Edwards, the genesis of a close relationship that lasted over 30 years and produced 26 films. That's what made it so right for him to be recording this music. Henry Mancini died in 1994. In April 2004, Mancini was honored by the United States Postal Service with a stamp commemorating his lifetime achievements in film music and to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the film The Pink Panther and we'll learn plenty more in future episodes. And now, you can't carry those home in that.
0: Hate to go to school Ba-ba-ba-ba You may grow up To be a new How would you like Fish won't do anything but swim in a brook. He can't write his name or read a book. To fool the people is his only thought. And though he's slippery, he still gets caught. But, but then if that sort of life is what you wish, ba-ba-ba-ba, you may grow up to be a fish. And all the monkeys are in the zoo. Every day you see quite a few. So you see it. You. you can be better than you are. You could be swinging on a
1: star. And there is Swinging on a Star. Paramount's film, Going My Way, just about made a clean sweep of the Oscars in 1944. The film was voted Best Picture of the Year, Bing Crosby walked off with the Best Actor Award, and Johnny Burke and Jimmy Van Heusen shared the best song kudos for Swingin' on a Star. Time now for this episode's interesting side note, and it has to do with how Mancini chose what films to work on. In an interview with Cleveland public TV station WVIZ in 1965, he had this to say about how he chose who to work for. Quote, I'm not under contract to any movie studio, he explained. They show me a script first, but I don't commit myself until the film is finished. He admitted to one exception. He will do any picture that Blake Edwards makes. Edwards is responsible for Pink Panther and Shot in the Dark. They worked together in Edwards' TV days, Peter Gunn and Mr. Lucky. Quote, With Edwards, there's no discussion between us. He doesn't ask me what I'm doing, and I rarely tell him. There's a lot of latitude in his films. He's awfully visual, and I like this about him. Unquote. Now, we'll hear the oldest Oscar winner on this album. (laughs)
0: Warm, and your cheeks so soft There is nothing for me but to love
1: Look Tonight, a song from the 1936 RKO film Swing Time. The Jerome Kern-Dorothy Field score contained, in fact, two candidates for Oscar honors, The Way You Look Tonight, and A Fine Romance. Winner by a nose, of course, The Way You Look Tonight. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. The music on this album brought me back to my on-air days at WBBG in Cleveland. At the time, it was the number one nostalgia radio station in the country. The BBG stood for Big Band Grandstand, and we added a whole lot more with the Music of Your Life format made popular by radio consultant Al Ham. And now Mancini was Made for that format. I worked with some big names there Tom Armstrong, Paul Wilcox, and Carl Reese, who all have long passed. Also, Ted Alexander, is still very much around and active in radio, and who I'm a Facebook friend with. He programs a local oldie station and has his own internet radio show, 10,000 Oldies. I also remember my dad being more excited than me when he found out I was working with one of his favorite DJs from his high school and college years, Bill Randall, who died almost a decade ago and is credited with being the first to play an Elvis Presley record on a station north of the Mason-Dixon line. Okay, last up for this episode, it sounds like a great party getting fired up.
0: When you bake steak and a layer cake, he'll get a tummy ache too. We'll rent a tent or teepee, let the town and cry, cry. And if it's RSVP this is why I'll reply. In the cool, cool, cool of the evening, tell him I'll be there. In the cool, cool, cool of the evening. Better save a chair when the party's getting the glow on and singing fills the air. In the shank of the night when the doings are right, you can tell them I'll be there. And singing fills the air, to flame and to and the something
1: to drink. You can tell them, I'll there. In the cool, cool, cool of the evening, A hit from Here Comes the Groom, a Bing Crosby star, vintage 1951. The highlight in the film's gentle zaniness was Derbingle's rendition of the Hoagie Carmichael Johnny Mercer song in The Cool, Cool, Cool of the Evening. (laughs) I told you those were written oddly. And there you have six selections from a choice of 12 great Academy Award winners. You should listen to the music on the rest of the album if you get a chance. So thanks for tuning in to Volume 43 Mancini and the Oscar winners, however you did. If you want more information about this podcast, head over to spinningmydadsvinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops with Volume 44, Invitation to Dance. Until then... Go with the flow, my friends.